This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you live from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 years of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. Straight up, as most of you know, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, the godfather Larry Merch is on vacation. He's in Maui, Hawaii. Of course, we're talking about the big upset. Wow, what an upset. A 20-to-1 underdog. Wow, a 268-pound guy. A guy... Quite on the obese side, knocking out a trim, ready, 29-year-old former 2012 Olympic gold medalist, the IBF, the WBA, and the WBO heavyweight champion. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua. Knocked out in the seventh round straight up. A knockout. We'll hear from Ruiz. We've got to give Ruiz props. Got to spit all over uh, Anthony Joshua. When I say spit, I mean spit with an H. Straight up. The guy fought like a stiff. He fought like an amateur. He fought like he fought like a guy that had never boxed before. It's like he was scared for some reason. I just don't get it. I mean, listen, when you don't use the attributes that you have that you bring to the ring, you're in trouble. If you're a taller guy, you've got to use that height and reach. He didn't use that height and reach. He was willing to bend his knees and fight with Andy Ruiz, which was a serious mistake. I mean, Andy's Andy throws punches. I mean, he's throwing punches. He may throw punches sloppy. He may throw punches in a manner that's not like crisp like spears or anything like that. But the same could be said of Anthony Joshua. So while we want to give props to Andrew Ruiz, we want to spit all over Anthony Joshua because the 29-year-old six foot six Olympic gold medalist from 2012, well, guess what? He's done as a fighter. Stick a fork in him, baby. The U.K. baby is dead. You are tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Of course, a plethora of other internet platforms. Straight up, we'll hear from Ali. We'll hear from Andy Ruiz next up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems start at under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before summertime, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people... They worry about overpaying for their home projects, and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. HomeAdvisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read customer reviews, Request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. HomeAdvisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app today. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandido. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them, I do. I the want new Fritos world heavyweight champion, according to the World Boxing Organization, the International Boxing Federation, and the WBA, the world of bunko and anarchy, get this, is Andy Ruiz, a.k.a. the Frito Bandido. Got to give him some credit, I guess, for... For showing up and looking like that. I mean, I'd be ashamed to go out in public. I just would. I'd be ashamed to go out in public looking like that. And the reason why I say that, I've dropped 20 pounds the last couple of months. But the bottom line is, Andy Ruiz, 268 pounds at the weigh-in about two days before the fight, went in there and fought a guy that bent his knees. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua. You're fighting a bigger guy. You don't fight down to his level. And I mean, his height. And his level, because I think as far as level was concerned, I really thought that going in that maybe Joshua was a, a better boxer. 
than Mr. Uh, and, and Daniel Reeves. But guess what? He got hit with a shot of left hook. Maybe he never recovered from him. But at the end of the day, we have a new Mexican world heavyweight champion. And, you know, and I'm not going to say that he's the next Evander Holyfield, the next Muhammad Ali, the next Sonny Liston. But guess what? He is Andy Ruiz. Good evening, everybody. Um... What can I say? I think that goes down as one of the, the big heavyweight shocks of all time. An incredible night of drama from top to bottom. And tonight deserves to Andy Ruiz, a new heavyweight world champion. Um, I thought it was an incredible fight. Third round, I've got to say, I thought you were done. And you came back, and that was one of the best third, third well, one of the best rounds I've ever seen. Definitely in heavyweight boxing. Um, we respect you. It's been a pleasure dealing with you. You stepped up. You were one of the few that wanted this fight. You called this fight out. Manny, I'm very pleased with you as well. Thank you, Tom, Sam, well done. Still a great night for you. Over to you, Andy. You know what? I just want to thank God, man. This wouldn't have been possible. And all this hard work, especially my team, my coach. We've been working really hard, man, really hard. And I felt I wanted to prove everybody wrong, all the doubters thinking that I was going to lose in the third round, first round. I was looking at comments as well. But what do you know, man? I'm the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. It's a blessing, man. This wouldn't have happened, man, but thanks to Eddie Hearns, my team, Al Heyman, everybody, my dad, Ash, I, I, I'm still pinching myself to see if this is real, man. Wow. It's amazing. Mom, I love you. <laughs> I love you, and our lives is going to change. We don't have to struggle no more. Thanks to God. Everything everything happened for a reason, baby. Jimmy, from Boxing Action Magazine, I have a question for you. First, I have to say, to Mr. Eddie Hearn, I don't know who makes your... This is the best night of 2019 boxing you can possibly have. Every match was a grudge match, and we got to give Mr. Eddie Hearn a match from an odd round of applause for tonight. in position as, in my opinion, the golden goose 
of the division. So he's in a great position now. Anthony, of course, has got to accept that rematch. Knowing him, I'm almost certain that he will want to do that. He gave and, uh, Andy the opportunity and, you know, it's part of the agreement. And like I said, I believe Manny and Andy will believe they could do it again. So, you know, it's going to be a thrilling fight. Man, that was... That's crazy that that happened, right? Man, that was my first time in the canvas. And when I was in the canvas, I was like, whoa, what the hell just happened? <laughs> but I had to get him back, you know? I had to get him back. I think that's when the, the Mexican blood in me and the Mexican warrior that I have, I, I, had to, I had to return the favor. You know, there's no doubt about it. The Mexican pride, as far as fighters are concerned, it's really there. But, you know, it also comes with conditioning. And you got to give Andy Ruiz credit. He was in shape. He was fat. He doesn't punch. He doesn't punch well. He doesn't. I mean, you know, forget his record. I mean, he's got a nice record, but you know, thirty-three and one, twenty-two KOs. Uh, outside of Joshua, who didn't look to be all that much last night, I'm telling you, Joshua froze like a deer in the headlights. It was like, it was like somebody stole his wife. Oh no, no, no! He stole Amir Khan's wife. That's what it was. Well, maybe Amir Khan snatched his wife back because last night he was fighting like a man that was just totally outside of himself. He just wasn't there. I mean, you know, I, I looked in his eyes. I looked at I said to myself, this doesn't look like the most confident guy in the world. I said, if I'm going in here against two-ton Tony Galento, I'm in the king of the taco truck. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to exercise my, I'm ready to throw with leverage, man. I'm ready to throw from being six foot seven. I'm not ready to go down and fight like at six feet. He bent his knees. This was when, that was, I mean, in other words, I'm not big enough. So I'm going to make myself small to your size. He fought to Andy Ruiz's size. He's an amateur. The bottom line is you get these guys, I hate to say it, but you get these guys and you, you condition them. And what they are is they're conditioned street fighters. They're not boxers, per se. And you know what? I'll say this. Anthony Joshua had one damn thing to say after the fight. What was it? <laughs> That's Anthony Joshua. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. 
According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a sobering thought. Check the clocks 22, make it 23 minutes past the hour. Hour number one of two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, of course, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. The show starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We run for two hours, of course. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, live all around the entire world, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Andrew Ruiz, wow, give him some props. As I said, I tried to, the Frito Bandito, say what you want about him, but he won. I mean, you know, you can knock him all you want. I mean, Pedro, you can you can call him a slob. You can call him, you know, underprepared. He wasn't underprepared. He won. But what does that say about Anthony Joshua? It says that Anthony Joshua, I hate to say it, but I was dead wrong, much like David Price. When I said David Price was the next star as far as European heavyweight boxing was concerned, he couldn't take a punch. And then when I had Tyson Fury on the show, and then Tyson Fury got knocked down by that Marine. I can't remember what the guy's name was, but the Marine knocked him down. And I said to myself, well, maybe Tyson Fury ain't for real. Well, now Tyson Fury's back. And I think Tyson Fury is a premier guy at heavyweight. Of course, Deontay Wilder going to take on the Cuban. Luis Ortiz, like, I really need to see that one again. It's sort of like trying to eat a sandwich again, except you have to barf it up first and then eat it again, regurgitate it, okay? You don't want to do that, especially in the world of boxing. But Deontay Wilder, the the Elsie the Cow that he is of Borden's fame, of course, took this easy fight, came off the easy fight with Brazil. He's just looking to bank. And I understand that you got to make money. I mean, if you live in Alabama, I guess, you know, you need a whole lot of money because the cost of living there is like San Francisco and Manhattan. I understand. Okay, but, but, but you don't have to keep pimping the people. Okay, he 
He and Anthony Joshua, the greed of both these men is what prevented the super fight from happening because that would have been the super fight, Wilder versus Joshua. Now it has no luster whatsoever as a short, fat guy is, quote, the world heavyweight champion. That being said, I take it from San Francisco to Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, and we bring in the undefeated lad, John Signorella. John, you said Andy put up a good fight. You said Andy would be competitive for a little bit. You didn't say Andy would win. Hey, I tell you what, man, the shocker for me wasn't the fact that he won. It's how he did it. Now, granted, it's heavyweight boxing, and in heavyweight boxing, one-punch kills. But this wasn't a one-punch KO. This was a systematic boxing beatdown. The shorter, wider man walked down and out-jabbed the bigger, taller, stronger man. And I tell you what, skill and will prevailed over the size and stature of Anthony Joshua. What a great performance last night. Viva Mexico! True, great performance, but I'm going to say it again, okay? If you give me a guy like that, a guy that's going to fight like that, a guy that's going to listen, he's got a four-inch or a five-inch height advantage, and he's going to he's going to bend his knees and come down and fight the shorter guy? I mean, this was boxing ignorance 101. Yes, as we say in Italian, stunad, very stupid. I don't understand why Joshua did that. He was leaning down and allowing Andy Ruiz to jab him with jab trajectories to the chest, knocking him off balance. Did you see Joshua get rocked to the chest by a jab that sent that man back a couple of feet? That's where I knew he was in trouble, and he was squaring up, Joshua was. Every single time he was trying to counter. Yeah, he was trying to counter Ruiz, and he would be off balance because of Ruiz's hand speed. He wasn't expecting to get hit with two, three, four pieces. Say what you want about Andy Ruiz, anyone in the world going into this fight. After this fight, hey, man, this guy's a hero. Credit to him. He shows the world don't matter how you look. It's all about how you act and behave, especially when you go in there with great mental poise and focus and a game plan. He had that. Anthony Joshua did not. Anthony Joshua doesn't have it in the intestinal fortitude department. I looked in his eyes there, and there wasn't, you know what, he wasn't looking for a plan B. He was looking to get out. The guy put his hands up on the ropes. He turned around, basically turned around, spit out his mouthpiece when he was on the ground. The referee should have said, you know what, punk, you're out of here right then and there. Because the only, I never spit out my mouthpiece. I remember one time getting hit semi-low and getting my ass whooped in this fight and having to fake the low blow in order to try to get my head together. I say to myself, wow, this guy's overwhelming me. But, I, you know, there's I don't know. How could I put this? Anthony Joshua fought down to the size of Andy Ruiz, and I think that led to his demise. That and the fact, I think, that, that I put too much stock in him, and I think that, you know, even Hector Martinez, we thought, Hector, Hector sent me a text last night, the Duran's ex-manager, Roberto Duran's ex-manager, says to me, he's a bum, Joshua's a bum. And I, well, you know, he goes, no, no. He goes, Pete, let's go back, and I want you to go back and look at the fight, look at the fight as if you were going to fight this dude in the Golden Gloves and he was your size. What would you do? Just basically what Andy, what Andy Ruiz did, except look a little bit better doing it. Okay, that's just, I mean, he was there to be taken. Joshua brought himself. He leaned. He was leaning over his feet. I couldn't get that. Who taught him how to do that? If you're six foot seven, the last thing you want to do is lean over your feet. And what I mean by that, uh, people listening on the radio, is that his head, and Johnny, maybe you saw this, was over his knees. In other yes, words, sir, was, I saw that. He was leaning into it was way important. too much. Absolutely. Yeah. I picked up on that observation. That's why he was getting caught, especially with that left hook. Remember that left hook in round three? That was the game changer of the fight, man. The temple shot knocked Joshua's equilibrium off. And I believe, even though there was a couple more knockdowns after that, 
that was the game changer of the fight. And let's not forget that Ruiz scored that moments after he got floored himself from a big shot, getting off the canvas. When he went down, he looked at Joshua like, oh, bro, hell no. Got up and got right in there. And I tell you what, man, that was an exciting moment. It was equal to the moment that Tyson Fury got up against Wilder. And I have to say, man, this heavyweight division is fire. Real quick about the points you were making. Anthony Joshua last night showed similar, uh, you know, when Kalichko had him in trouble, showed similarities there. But the difference was that Kalichko didn't pull the trigger when Joshua was really stunned and was complacent after that for a few rounds. Andy Ruiz went in and he, he attacked. And so we saw the writing on the wall with Joshua's behavior like this in the past with stamina being an issue and getting hurt and not being able to recover. The reason why people he was able to recover in the Kalichko fight is that Kalichko let him off the hook. Andy Ruiz went in for the kill. Now, the fourth round was kind of slow, but he was setting it up. You could see the writing was on the wall that Andy was trying to set up right hands and left hooks every single time Joshua squared up and got fat. The Sports Byline Network has, has obtained an exclusive interview post-fight with Anthony Joshua. Anthony, Anthony, talk to me, please. Oh, no, they stopped the fight too soon, Johnny. That's what he was saying. What do you have to say about that, Mr. Signorella? I say absolute BS. I actually counted um, from when he was floored. I picked up the referee's count at four, right? And by the time he turned, after he had turned his back, and by the time he went and leaned against the ropes, like he was chilling out in a lounge chair, <laughs> I got to about 15 seconds. And I could tell, like, you know, I can see it in his eyes, his body language, and Joshua was like, I don't want to fight. I'm going to look for a way to, for, to, for it to seem like I kind of want to, and the referee will save me from myself. The referee did the right thing because if he has to go get that mouthpiece that he also spit out, that's another 10, 15 seconds. You're going to give this guy 30 to 40 seconds to recover after being floored? That would have been a terrible disgrace to what Andy Ruiz was setting up and trying to do. So the referee did the right thing, and I'm glad that – a lot of people aren't complaining about that. And Joshua was extremely classy in defeat last night. How, wait, 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 wait. How can you Ruiz say, Tama, 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 I got to interrupt you right there. He wasn't classy in defeat because he went over to the corner and he quit like a dog and he was whining and whining and whining. And then when the referee stopped the fight, <laughs> he continued to whine. So, I mean, he didn't handle himself. He may have collected himself at the post-fight press conference, yes. you know, and said, himself, said some nice things as far as maybe that Mike Tyson wouldn't say or something like that. But I'm telling you like this, the guy's... He, I thought he was like 18 karat gold. I really thought this guy was six foot seven. That he had all the tools. That maybe he was the exception to the rule, Johnny. That he could come into boxing late, and then he could make a a success of it and really, really make a run and become a an iconic fighter. Now he's going to become an iconic fighter in the UK for winning the 2012 Olympic gold medals, gold medal, and selling out lots of seats. And maybe he can sell still sell seats in in the UK. But he's been exposed on the world stage. He's an athlete, not a fighter. There's a difference, right? It's not in him to be blue-collared, bring-your-lunch-pail-to-work type of guy. That's an Andy Ruiz, and he brings a lot of lunch. But you know what? He also packed a punch last night. So all the credit in the world. For Anthony Joshua, where does he go from here? Mentally, I think he's going to have a hard time recovering. Let's now talk about the obvious thing here. This is an embarrassment. If you tuned in last night, no disrespect to Andy Ruiz. I said leading up to this fight that I thought he was a very capable man, right? Good hand speed, good boxer, tough kid, all right? But if you're just a casual and you tune in, you see the heavyweight champ of the world, this guy that looks like a Greek god chiseled from stone against a guy that looks like he just left the nearest taco truck getting in there and handing this man his ass. Like, that's an embarrassment, a mental, I think, setback big time. And even Eddie Hearn was hinting that at the press conference. And yes, once Joshua got his wits, he was much more classy, 
much more clear, even though I do feel he was strongly concussed last night. Um, <laughs> you know, but at, yeah, I think I really do think he was. I don't laugh at guys getting. Listen, folks, I wanted him to win the fight. I thought he would win the fight easily. And I don't laugh at when guys get concussed, okay? But some guys sort of bring it on themselves, and he sort of brought it on himself. In other words, he thought he was too big to get it together. I don't think he prepared fully. He took Andrew Ruiz lightly. And, you know, like I took Juan Rodriguez lightly and Juan lit me up like a White House Christmas tree, something he could never, ever do again in his life a thousand times. It just happens. You know what I'm saying? If you don't prepare, it happens. I give it to Andy. Andy brought it. Andy's a new champion. Of course, Andy and Wilder. Uh, I guess there's going to be a rematch here. I guess that's going to be the immediate thing, right? That's what they were saying last night. But remember, Ruiz is affiliated with PBC which is Fox and Showtime, Deontay Wilder. Al Heyman. I, I don't know. Let's see what it, yeah. yeah. Let's are you see trying to tell Are you trying to tell me Al Heyman's got now Wilder and him? Yeah, he does. Oh. <laughs> to my knowledge. Oh. Uh, the Dude, black, the hey, world got shook last night. How did the black guy shook. sneak in the back door on this one, man? I mean, how did he? I looked at that team last night. There was Tom, uh, the guy from Goosen. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Dan Goosen's brother-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. There was all kinds of these guys up there on the stage. I, you know, I didn't see too many guys that I recognized, but I don't know. I, I, I got to give Andy all kinds of props. And, you know, top rank sent them there. But you notice Bob, Ram- but, but you notice Bob Arum didn't come. Did he? No, I didn't. I didn't see him out there last night. You no. know, like I was saying. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, like I was saying, like you know, Ruiz's affiliation is to the PBC, so um, I, that, that I know of, because that's where he fought last. And credit to Andy. Remember, he just fought a month ago. You know, and stopping a pretty decent fighter in Alexander Dimitrenko in the fifth round, and then he takes us on short notice. Can we call him the Mexican Rocky? He deserves the title. Did you hear that long pause there? Dude, that's, yeah. a, that's, no? a, that's a bit of an ominous answer for you, I think. Okay? Listen. Am I going too crazy here? No, I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Stallone. I'm, not a, I'm, a fair char- oh, okay. I'm a fair fan of the character. I, I did, I, uh, my interactions with Stallone personally are different. Um, the character was good. The, uh, the Sylvester Stallone character, of course, Rocky Balboa, it brought boxing into the, into the hearts of a lot of people. Of course, after Muhammad Ali had left, and I think that was important. And he's still doing it. And he's got, he's, got, he's got a new Rambo movie coming out soon. The last Rambo movie. I think, it called, I think this one is finally called Rambo Dies. <laughs> I think so, right? I mean, <laughs> how, how old is he now? 75? Hey, listen, the guy takes a lot of steroids, and I'm telling you, he, yeah, he takes does. a lot of... He No, no, he, admit, he admits it. The human growth hormone, all that kind of good stuff, he admits taking that. In fact, when he went into Australia about four or five years ago for something, maybe it was the Olympics, he got he was popped with, with performance anti-drugs going in. So the dude's been taking all these performance anti-drugs, you know, and they don't tend to make your... Um, what did they do to, to uh, Evander Holyfield? He was test his his testicles were what they call them atrophied. What's know. the word they use there? Uh, I think that sounds right, but I know they do definitely shrink the sack a little bit. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of the sack, you know what? Johnny was supposed to leave and go somewhere, but he's going to stick around. We're talking UFC next on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the world: one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Or or. The Guilfree No Commitment Text Line. Yes, you can text the studio. 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Radio Notes, the Taco Man Audio Magazine, kicks ass on all the shows on this network. It just does. It really is knocking out all bums. Check it out. Saturday night, 
10 p.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, of course, the Dan Patrick Channel, Sirius XM Channel 211. You are tuned to Ring Talk, maybe live on Sports Byline. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 403 5912. That's 800 403 5912. New Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's sort of like having ninjas protect your engine. That helps keep your engine running like new. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's fuel for thought in engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's recovering from an accident. I'm getting a lot of heat here. A lot of heat. A lot of heat on social media. Get this. Pedro Fernandez said, what is a Mexican heavyweight? 
a fat Mexican middleweight. Ooh, okay. Um, Pedro Fernandez says Mexican heavyweights don't have a chance. They're not really competitive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All this is true. I did say that, but I will say this, okay? Negro Damas. That's his name. He's a social media character on Twitter and Facebook. But Negro Damas did predict that Andy Ruiz would knock out Anthony Joshua. So I guess you, I, Johnny, what can I say? Can you go against a guy that's named Negro Damas? Absolutely not, especially when he's confirming predictions such as that. Jeez. Okay, let's switch gears. Let's talk about the world of mixed martial arts. Of course, I'm hot, I'm hot on Khabib coming back later this month. In fact, later this year, it's going to be September the 7th in Dubai. Looks like he's going to take on Dustin Perry. I'm talking about the undefeated lightweight champion Khabib. I won't even go into his last. Okay, forget it. Anyway, bottom line is he's undefeated, 24, 25 fights. Call it what you want, but he's undefeated. The guy was wrestling lions and tigers when he was a kid. Now he's like the lightweight champion, of course, coming off that controversial post-fight uh, uh, behavior with Conor McGregor, which I thought Conor sort of brought on himself. Conor got nothing out of that one, and basically Khabib got got the uh, got the stick, you know where. But at the end of the day, I think Khabib might be the pound for pound best fighter in the world of mixed martial arts. He or Henry Cejudo. Now that's a conversation we'll have a little bit later. Last night, actually yesterday, in Stockholm, Sweden. It's like good old Sweden, baby. I was there one time for like 45 minutes, and I couldn't wait to leave. Why? I was dying to get to Spain. Anyway, the bottom line is Stockholm, Sweden. The main event last night was Anthony. Uh, it was Mr. Gustafson. I mean, he came to fight. There's no doubt about it. He's a hometown guy. I mean, Alex is like he's like a king. I mean, he's like he really is. If there was a prince in Sweden, it would be Alex Gustafson. But guess what? He didn't win, and he didn't win again at home. This has got to be tough for him. It's really, really got to be tough for him. Let's go to the post-fight interview. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Mark Goddard has called a stop to this contest at 2 minutes, 38 seconds of round number 4. Declaring the winner by submission due to a rear naked choke, Anthony Lionheart Ladies and gentlemen, what an incredible bout. I'm here with your winner. Something you said to me earlier this week. You said people forget I'm a legitimate black belt. Yeah, yeah man. I joke around all the time with my black belt, Scott Morton. He's one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners on the planet. I've been with him from white belt through black. Man, and finally we're getting to a spot where we can start showing it. Talk to me about that first couple of rounds. You, you had a good pace, you felt like you were controlling the octagon, but the third round started to slip away from you a little bit. Did you feel that? How did you regroup in the corner? You know, I, the first hard punch I landed in the first round, it's a hard left hook, broke my hand, so I can feel it clicking around. So I just had, to, just had to figure it out, you know what I mean? I couldn't throw, I, you know, I tried to throw a couple hard body shots after that, and I could feel it swelling in my glove, so I think a little bit of it was panic. But you kept you calm, you got the victory. So what do you do now? You were talking about taking a rest, you're going to let the division settle down and see who presents themselves? You know, before I, I talk about what's next for me, I just, I want to give such a big thank you to not just Alexander Gustafsson, but the entire country of Sweden and Stockholm itself, I'm telling you guys, I know that I, uh, I know that I was coming into enemy territory, but you guys all week long didn't make me feel like an enemy. So uh, I think that you guys seen that me and Alex respect each other. You know, it's kind of a crappy deal, man. Like one of us has to win, and of course I want it to be me. But there's part of me that's sad for him because he's he's one of the best light heavyweights on the goddamn planet. It just sucks that we had to meet up. Absolutely. 
Well, you've earned that victory tonight, my friend. Go get some rest, get that hand healed up. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Lionheart-Smith. Let me have a quick word with your hometown hero, Alex. Talk to me about how you're feeling right now. Obviously frustrated. No, I'm very disappointed. You know, it, it happened again. I lost him. I lost him my, in my own home. But you know what? It's a sport. You know, you, it's hard. You do it. You do it because you love it. And, you know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, a lion, Lionheart, Anthony Smith here is a beast, man. You know, he's tough as snails. And a great guy. He's been... Every time I see him, he's always been great. He's a true warrior, a true fighter, and a great guy to have in this division. Uh, I just want to thank you all for coming out there tonight and support and support all of the all of the fighters here. Uh, so every time uh, the UFC comes comes back, it's like you know, it's it's just uh, every time every time it's a highlight is. Well, every time amazing to, to be here and to compete and in front of you and hear all the cheers and and uh, yeah what can I say uh, the show is over guys he retired right then and there he dropped his gloves in the center of the octagon and that was it for the former challenger for the light heavyweight championship who gave John Jones one hell of a run I'm talking about Alexander Gustafson Pretty good career, no doubt about it. If he's over, it's 18 and 6. As for the upset-minded, Anthony Miss Smith, he came in with the upset, mind, upset in mind. Of course, he pulled it off. He went over into somebody else's hometown, essentially, into his, into his house, into Gustafson's house, <clears throat> and he beat him handily, of course, stopping him in the fourth round with that rear naked choke. But I got to say this. The guy's 32 and 14. He's a veteran, now a black belt. You got to give Anthony Smith all kinds of props because, you know, He's a journeyman. People thought he was a journeyman. Guess what? He's beating world-class guys down and, <clears throat> and hanging with the champ. It drew 14,319 people last night, a $2 million gate at the Ericsson Globe Arena. That was in Stockholm, Sweden. Of course, that is the USC in a nutshell. Now, we want to talk some about the upcoming USC contest. And the reason why I left Johnny around is that Johnny's a bit of a psychiatrist or a psychologist or anyway. He's my go-to guy when it comes to nuts. And Tony Ferguson is going to be fighting on June the 8th. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking about Tony Ferguson and the fact that this went down. I just want to explain one thing. I, I actually left the location with my son. I just was not comfortable with it anymore. Okay. He is a professional fighter. Okay. And is he there by himself, or is there anyone yes. else there? No, he's there with by himself, just the dogs. But he's there by himself. Um, and it's your husband? Yeah, it's my husband. What's so that's his what I'm name? Saying. I just want to let you guys know he's a professional fighter because I don't want no cop to get injured or anything. Yeah, if you just send one. No, we don't want anyone to get hurt. Um, what's your What's your husband's name? Tony Ferguson. Tony. Yes. How old is Tony? He's thirty-five. We've been trying. Us and his management team has been trying to get him help for some time now. Actually, the cops were called to my location about a year ago, around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just. He, we've been trying all year for him to get help. And he refuses, and now is he's he, to the point where he's has he been diagnosed really with anything? No, because we no, haven't been able he to get him. Able to take him. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. actually worse. 
And uh, did I he just, hurt you or your children? No, 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 he's you're just okay. Doing really, just random stuff, you know, like he puts holy water on me. I don't okay. know what's going on with him. Are you um, gonna stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? Um, you'd be better off meeting um, in the general area of your house since they're going to be responding there. The police station's a little far I don't want to address. go near my house. Well, I don't not want to go near my house. Okay, ma'am, not right next to it, just somewhere in that general vicinity. Maybe over by Sandpoint Park or over um, MacArthur, MacArthur Place or, I mean, wherever you feel comfortable. If you want to... If you're not comfortable anywhere near the house, then you can come to our station. It'll just take longer for us to get to you. March 25th, 2019, Tony Ferguson's wife calling the cops saying, Hey, man, this guy's flipped his lid, pouring holy water on me. Now, again, I know some of you misogynists out there saying, Yeah, yeah, I'd like to pour holy water on my wife or my old lady and that kind of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I get the joke, okay? But this is no joke. This guy's doing it for real. And, of course, that was March 25th. And now, on May 25th, they announced he's going to fight the cowboy Donald Cerrone. Um, they're talking about getting him psychological help, psychiatric help, medical help, and then they're going to put him in the octagon like eight weeks later. Something sounds, something doesn't smell right about that, Johnny Sig. This is awful. You can hear the fear in that woman's voice, uh, how in fear of her life she was or what this man would be capable uh, doing against other people such as cops and other such civilians and uh, stuff of that <laughs> nature. This is terrible, man. Like, this guy should not be able to fight at all, period. You know, he's 35 years old. He's already showing the residual effects, the negative residual effects of, of boxing, mixed martial arts, combat sports in general that rattle the brain and make people act crazy. They go Bobby Brown on people, man. Let's face facts. It's no good. Well, So we got to watch after these guys, man. I will say this about Mr. Ferguson, okay? He doesn't spar when he trains. He has no sparring in his training. So the only punishment he says he takes is in fights. So he, you know, thus far, he's had a good run, man. He hasn't really lost in a long time. Of course, Mr. Uh, Donald Cerrone, sort of your last-minute guy, the gatekeeper of the UFC, he steps in and fights anybody from at lightweight or welterweight. Now he's going to fight Tony Ferguson at lightweight. Now, I guess they're going to eventually, I guess Tony Ferguson wins and he doesn't flip out and he doesn't, like, you know, gouge Joe Rogan's eyeballs out in the center of the octagon. He's probably going to get hooked up with the winner of the uh, Dubai fight. I'm talking about... Khabib and Dustin Poirier. Of course, that's going to go down September the 7th in Dubai, UFC 242. Wow. Uh, I guess I guess if you got a guy like Tony Ferguson and you're the promotion, you're willing to use him, you better use him fast and get rid of him quick. You know what I'm talking about? In other words, get it done. Yeah, he's a talented guy, though. But, I mean, it's for the price of entertainment worth the cost of what this man might potentially do. If he runs that gauntlet, say he gets past his next assignment, has to face Khabib. Man, Khabib could do some serious damage to just about anybody. You know, does this guy belong in that same octagon? We'll find out what he's got left. And he's got to be on good behavior. You know, I mean, he just got in trouble recently. Let's see how it, it, it plays out down the stretch because I don't think this is a one-and-done situation right now. I think these type of things become uh, repetitive. I think we'll see more things. You know, I hope we don't. I hope we don't. But unfortunately, history has been written on situations like this where guys start to go a little bit crazy, and I, th I think we're starting to see a little bit of that in Tony Ferguson. But hopefully he prevails and uh, you know, is able to fight and keep his uh, mental capacity intact. The pound-for-pound pound king, in my mind, in the world of mixed martial arts is the world bantamweight. Take it back to the 
uncrowned world bantamweight champion, the current world flyweight champion, Henry Cejudo, 2008 Olympic gold medalist out of East L.A. Take on, take on, <coughs> excuse me, Marian Marais. That's going to go down June the 8th, of course, at the United Center, Chicago, Illinois. Co-feature on the card, another, flat, another title, uh, title fight, 125 pounds. Valentina Shevchenko, very talented young lady, taking on Jess Guy. Tony Ferguson, as I said, in that third fight, taking on Donald Cerrone, Jimmy Rivera, and Peter Vian in the uh, Bantamweight bout, that's 135 pounds, and the heavyweight contest featuring a Samoan, which means anything goes, baby, Ty Tuvase taking on Blagoy Avanov. Speaking of Blagnai Avanov, the Russian, a Russian took, took care of business last night. And, you know, I don't want to brag or boast, but if you heard me talk about Jimmy Mahua yesterday, Jimmy Mahua yesterday, you said I said he was going to get knocked out because he had a glass jaw. Well, he got knocked out with a head kick 42 seconds of the first round. I'm not prophetic just on that one case because I know what a glass jaw is. Johnny, Johnny Siggy, returning hour number two. What's happening? Yes, sir. We're going to break down boxing division by division because things got shook up in the boxing world. We'll start with the heavyweights and take it from there. Talk to everyone in hour number two. Thank you for listening. Now, we continue, of course, with hour number two live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio. But I think Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 211, drops us for hour number two. So if you're on Sirius and you want to listen to hour number two, just click on over to sportsbyline.com and hit the Listen Live button. You are tuned to Ring Talk live on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. He's doing really just random stuff, you know, like... He puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you um, going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute 
absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Everyone says, I wish I was in your shoe, I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the hint of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. Mike Tyson, telling it like it is, baby. Of course, Mike is uh, Mike is a great, great historian. If you sit down with Mike, you would be surprised how smart he is as far as actual intelligence is concerned. I mean, you think, oh, he's just a boxer. No, Mike's smart in a whole lot of ways. Not a genius, per se, at a whole lot of things outside of boxing history, but, man, Mike is well-versed on a lot of subjects. Speaking of well-versed, the man that predicted the Andy Ruiz knockout going in was Negro Damas. And who is Negro Damas? He is Otis Griffin, light heavyweight boxer, former USBA, light heavyweight title holder, of course, out of Sacramento, California. He was a main eventer up there, traveled around the world, held a couple of those regional titles. Triple OG, got to give Otis Griffin props for being Negro Domus and predicting this big knockout upset. I'm talking about Eddie Ruiz. If you haven't heard it, you're hearing it now for the first time. Wow, where were you a little earlier? As Eddie Ruiz talked about winning the heavyweight championship, you know, and I think the most touching part of his uh, his post-fight spiel <clears throat> was that, Mom, we don't have to struggle anymore. Well, I did, you were making a few million bucks this time, so if your mom had to struggle with the money you were making off this fight, you must be a heavy spender, but the buy, I guess you got to eat a lot. Anyway, the bottom line is you got to give Andy Ruiz a lot of props. Anthony Joshua, let's spit on him, spit on him, and I mean spit with an H, because you know at the bottom at the end of the day, it was his job to perform. He didn't perform. He didn't. He didn't even come close to what his physical attributes would indicate that he has uh, the ability to do. I'll just put it to you like that. What am I trying to say? Anthony Joshua, a little shy, maybe atrophied down there. Um, I'm not saying he took steroids, but he appears to be a little short in the sack. You know where I'm coming from? Hamster-like, hamster-like intestinal fortitude. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide forthcoming. We'll talk a little MMA. We'll talk a little boxing as well. And we'll hear from the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, and why he irritates people. Why does he talk so much smack? Ali and more next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you lose us on your channel, check, pick us up. SportsByline.com.
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide Force coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios, of course, located on Broadway. You know, just we're just a couple of blocks away from a strip bar. And the reason why I bring up the strip bar is because <clears throat> last night, Anthony Joshua, the former heavyweight champion of the world, the 2012 Olympic gold medals, was stripped of a lot more than his title belts. He was stripped of his pride, his dignity, and guess what? He exposed himself as a guy who lacks intestinal fortitude. I saw the body language in this guy. He's not a boxer. He's not a fighter. <clears throat> he's what Hector Martinez long for, long for years talked about in boxing these days. They aren't boxers, per se. They aren't fighters, per se. They're, they're, they're conditioned, well-conditioned athletes turned into fighters. They're not born fighters. They were tried to create it. They were converted into fighters. You just can't do that. I think you got to sort of be born into it. Something about your 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 uh, your ability to fight has got to go back a long ways in your soul in order to, to bring it to the top. This is the way I think about it. At the end of the day, we uh, will have a great show this hour. Of course, this is hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Some of you are joining us for the second hour. Didn't join us for hour number one. Of course, hour number one starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This hour, we'll talk boxing, mixed martial arts. We'll hear from the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, my buddy, my client. Can I say that? I worked for him. So I was his client. He, he worked. I mean, I was. I worked. I was, also, listen, of all the times I've had in my life, and you know, I've had a glorious life, man, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of decades, a lot of countries, 34 countries, nothing ever equal the time I spent with Muhammad Ali. Next up, we'll talk some boxing here from Ali. Johnny Sig joins us at 22 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, baby, on Sports Byline. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before summertime, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, they worry about overpaying for their home projects, and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. HomeAdvisor can even help you find the right pro for your job. Whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel, just tell them what you need and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read customer reviews, request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. HomeAdvisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app today. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Okay, I'll take it. Bottom line is he was born January 17, 1942. I'm talking about the young man born to Odessa and Cassius Clay Sr. in Louisville, Kentucky. Of course, went on to win the Olympic gold medal in 1960, not as a heavyweight, as a light heavyweight, as a lean guy weighing about 174 pounds. Of course, a little light in the sack when he, as far as weight was concerned, when he became a heavyweight. But at that point in time, heavyweights in the uh, early 1960s were about 210 or 215 pounds. So Ali didn't have much size discrepancy as he grew into the heavyweight division. But obviously, Ali's been known for his antics, both in and outside the ring. Here he explains why he is Muhammad Ali. Are you the fighter that you were three years ago? I think I'm going back I to I got it. something to say, please. Let I really Now, if I tell you that I'm, uh, I'm uh, 
three years younger, then I'd probably be telling you a lie, which it would be. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I can go back to the things I've been doing. And uh, for the last eight weeks, uh, nine weeks, I've been doing it, and I feel good. I got my weight under control. I don't have to use no rubber jacket or pants. Only thing I do now is just run with some weights and uh, heavy boots. You don't need and my that music. rubber shirt that, that no, you No, I don't need that anymore because I got it now where I control it, uh, yeah. between 210 and 28. And uh, that shouldn't be no problem. I'm only working now off my own strength. Hmm. You know, I don't need nothing to there is one, take the weight out of me. There's one big difference, though, and that, that is age. I mean, you have the same size neck, you have the same size biceps, but you're how old? I'm 30. And you're, he, you're 32. Yep, but he's older than Dirty me, old man. He's older than me. The way he fights and the, and the licks he takes and his oh, style man. makes him older than me. Oh, man. Now tell me, what can you do? Oh, I can. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm waiting on you. What can I do you can't do? I'll tell you something we haven't mentioned here. During that film, you distinctly, uh, well, there was reference to your calling him Clay. And you know, we he all know how that He just says that to agitate me. He's a good, him. he's a nice man. He say that because it used to make me mad, but it don't no more. Oh, doesn't See, it? the press, now everybody calls me Ali. The press call me Ali. You call me Ali. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan even called me Ali. <laughs> See, so now you know a brother still You're... calling me Clay. He really ain't no Uncle Tom. He's just doing that to make me mad. And well, I don't pay no attention to it no more. Like things that I used to do to make him mad, he's admitting it don't get to him no more. Uh, things that make other people, he's catching on to a few things, so I gotta come from another angle. So he, he don't make me mad calling me Clay. Because he, well, he knows we... what it is. He just want to say that. Open. Right. Huh? What's the, what's the you part? sound good. Okay, I'm gonna give you an A for that. Can't make me mad. I don't call, I don't get mad at you for that. What's the point of insulting each other, though? I mean, you insult everybody, everybody you fight. Well, what's the point of insulting each other? That's right. The garden is sold out, that's why. <laughs> Whole thing. Well, I, thought you, I thought you had more intelligence. <laughs> you, I was, this, is, this is a big man in London. You all don't know him like Johnny Carson. Ain't no big thing in London. Dick Cavett ain't nothing in London. <laughs> so, look, in London, this is the Johnny Carson. Every night, Matt Parkinson, everybody know him. I was on this show once, and how many times did you run that show? It was so good, about four or five times? Four or five times. They run the same show, our debate on religion, race, draft, boxing, on oh, everything. Four, they ran times. that show four or five times. They probably had to until people could understand you. And I you. thought you were more... <laughs> and you seemed... Help you me. Seemed, listen, you <laughs> seemed... You seemed so intelligent that night. Why would you ask a question like that over here in this country? I'm going to sue you for that crack about Johnny Carson. What crack? About me being... Uh, you're the Johnny John, Carson. What I mean oh. is not that you look like him, or you act, but you are the man over there that everybody know, right? Uh, listen, I'd, rather be, I'd rather be called the Dick Cabot. The Dick Cavett. Mm. Oh, well, you're the Dick Cavett. That's an I'll join you in a class seat. What can I say? The greatest Muhammad Ali. Just sort of, sort of telling it like this. Joe was there. Joe called him Clay. Ali sort of turned it back on him. It doesn't get me mad anymore. It doesn't get me mad anymore. It still got him mad. Believe me, it still got him mad. But at the end of the day... They were partners, sort of. I mean, it, you know, towards when the clock was winding down on both men, of course, Joe Frazier first and Muhammad Ali about two years ago, um, they sort of recon reconciled and they got together and they did a couple of videos together and it sort of made me cry because they both sort of were crying themselves, talking about, of course, the first fight. Wow. 
March 8, 1971. The biggest fight of all time, without a doubt. I mean, you could talk about Tyson fights and De La Hoya fights and, I mean, Hagler fights or nothing was quite like a Muhammad Ali fight. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And that Joe Frazier fight, the entire world came to a stop. I kid you not, the entire world came to a stop. Nobody was on the streets that night. Uh, everybody was either listening to a radio or watching it on closed-circuit television because back in the days there, there wasn't pay-per-view at home. I mean, you people would watch TV and boxing at home say, hey, let's, let's watch the fights tonight. Yeah, well, it didn't used to be that way. You had to go like down to your movie theater or to a gymnasium where they were showing these fights on a big screen. They called it closed-circuit television. I mean, that's the way fights were shown. And, of course, Ali, wow, was the king of closed-circuit TV, no doubt about that. And had he had his world... Had had his day in the world of pay-per-view. Of course, he'd been the king of that. But when you look back at the rivalry of these two guys, as I said, they loved each other in. But it was probably one of the greatest rivalries of all time. The first fight, March 8th, 1971. What can I say about that fight other than it went 15 rounds? I thought Muhammad Ali won. Larry Merchant and I both think that Muhammad Ali won that fight. We thought he won far more rounds than Joe Frazier did. Joe Frazier won the 12th round, convincingly the 12th or the 11th, when he sort of hurt Ali. I mean, he had Ali rumbling. Uh, 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 stumbling all over the place. He had Ali really, really hurt. <clears throat> if you think Ali was hurt in the 15th round when he got knocked down with that epic left hook, not as much as he was earlier in that 11th or that 12th round. Whatever the end of that round was, man, he was ready to go. I mean, like going to another time zone. But he battled back, and then when he got off the deck in the 15th round, he came back and he was throwing shots at Joe Frazier. So you can never take away the heart and the ability of, of Muhammad Ali. Eventually, Father Time took care of Muhammad Ali. Of course, October the 3rd, 1980, what can I say? I was there. I witnessed the weigh-in. He weighed 217 and a half pounds. We said, you know, Light, maybe even Angelo thought this, maybe Light isn't right. He was 38 years old. He had been off two years. The last time he fought was against a novice by the name of Leon Neon Spinks. Of course, Leon Neon, we talked about him before uh, on yesterday's show, the Saturday edition, how his wife beat him over the head with a frying pan so if you think he's punch drunk it's not from boxing it's from domestic violence being the victim of domestic violence i kid you not anyway the bottom line is ali lost to spinks came back and beat spinks retired then came back and fought larry holmes of course got destroyed didn't win a minute of a round against larry holmes and larry really didn't step on the gas he really didn't i thought larry took how can i put this took care of muhammad ali that night i really did people say how can you say that he beat him for like nine and a half or ten rounds but yeah but he didn't beat on him with the severity in which he could have because Ali was just like a sitting duck that night. He was just an old man. He was slow. He was ready to go. And at the end of the day, of course, he would fight once more against Trevor Burbick a year later. I think he would go. And that wasn't Jamaica. It was one of those countries over there in the Caribbean. And he would lose a 10-round decision to Trevor Burbick and call it a career. That was 1981. You know, and that fight was a little sad to watch. I think that was one of the early days of home pay-per-view. We watched that on some Channel 14 here in San Francisco. You had to pay like six bucks a channel, six bucks a month to watch <clears throat> early versions of pay-per-view. But Ali, that was it. I mean, he had to walk away from boxing. Soon thereafter, the Parkinson's took over, started to take over. And by the time I spent a lot of time with him in the 1990s, Although he, although he wasn't the guy he once was, he was still sharp and articulate enough to point things out and to converse and, you know, go back and forth. And, I mean, just being around him and people say, you know, well, Pete, he doesn't speak in a whole lot. He didn't have to speak a lot. He was one of the greatest orators of all time. He was a man that could say a few words and make it sound like a paragraph. That's just the way he was. Or, I mean, he really could. He could sit there and make a, a few sentences into a book. 
I think like John Signorello's coming up in a minute said, anybody he touched, he made him a better person. I think he did, except for the guys he beat on. Sorry, guys. Well, you know, you became a star. You got whooped on by Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. The greatest. Gone now two years. God rest his soul. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The studio text line. You can text us, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. And I got a couple hot texts here. Wow, how about this one? This is sort of cold, man. This is a cold one. Came from Hector Martinez. I guess you guys know what it is. Duran's ex-manager. He says, the next move is that uh, Anthony Joshua's girlfriend, who's formerly Amir Khan's wife, has now left him. And take that back, who hasn't left him, but she was seen texting uh, Andy Ruiz last night. Any merit to that? We'll find out after the break when I bring in Johnny Signorella. You're tuned to the Sports by Line Broadcast Network. When Howard Cosell and everybody is calling Muhammad Ali, then why you gotta be one of all people who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car? But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. If you give me enough money, I'll fight my own mother. Paul Malinaji, the current Showtime boxing announcer, of course, great announcer, no doubt about that. He broke in on this show as the former United States Golden Glove champion of Brooklyn, New York. I broke him in. If I, I'm not bragging. I'm telling you the truth. And the reason why I say that is I said, you know, in a few years from now, you won't be with me anymore. You'll be broadcasting by yourself. And he chuckled about that. And, of course, he came, became one of boxing's better uh, color commentators. Now he's saying he's going to fight a guy by the name of Artem Lobov in a bare-knuckle fight. And get this, according to a yet report yesterday at BJPenn.com, he said he would spit and even urinate on the Russian MMA fighter's mother. John Signorella, what's going on with Pauli Malignaggi? Is, is he insane, or is, is, are the punches catching up with him? I tell you what, he's a great commentator, a great boxing mind, very intelligent. I listen to his podcast weekly. These things make him look very ignorant. I don't like that we're crossing lines nowadays, people, and talking about people's mothers and wives and spitting on people and urinating on them and whatnot. Let's just fight. You know, Let's show a little bit of class. I understand that you're trying to sell a fight. And all that that comes along with it. And I like it, man. I like when people act the fool a little bit. But, man, this is getting really personal. And I tell you what, man, this is a bare knuckles fight. I don't know if you saw Lobov's last fight, but he looked pretty good. I mean, it was a war. Afterwards, he didn't look so great because his face was all busted up. He's a tough dude. And as we know, Paulie doesn't really hit that hard and has very brittle hands. Again, guys, bare knuckle boxing. Paulie's really feeling himself, and I respect him. I've met him a couple times. Great dude. Funny. Right. He's been on the show many times. I used to love when we had him on the show, you know, talking about he'll fight his own mother if he gets paid a million dollars. Right. Amazing quote, which I believe was on Ring Talk. But I think he's a little, little crazy here talking all this smack because he'll have to eat massive crow if he doesn't. In you fact, know, knock you, this guy you, out. You know, I used to call his house. and His mother spoke Italian. And she would answer the phone and you would hear her in Italian column and things like that. So it was really a touching moment back in the late 1990s, early part of the century, when uh, Pauli Malignaggi made the transformation from amateur, United States Golden Glove champion, of course, to professional. But as a pro, you're right, hasn't knocked out too many people, and eight knockouts, I think, in like 40 fights, is sort of indicative of a guy that can't punch very hard, and of course, he's been knocked out five or stopped five times himself. But he's fighting a bare-knuckle type of thing. And my question to you is, the guy just got busted up like about five or six or seven mm-hmm. weeks ago, this Lubov guy. So, I mean, how can he fight again under such short notice? I think that's what Paulie's banking on. That's a great question, is to get him back in there as quick as he is and start opening up those cuts, the scar tissue, expose it. 
And, you know, Paulie's got fast hands. I always liked him as a boxer. And Paulie has a great chin. I will say that. Man, if he had power, I think he would have been one of the better fighters of my generation coming up. I mean, you know, let's face facts. I'm a, you know, originally from the East Coast. I'm Italian. I love mm. Paulie. Yeah, I knew you were whack. I knew you were about to wax. I'm glad you clarified that because I was going <laughs> to wax you on that one. Go on. Of course, I got to mention that. I look the same way about Arturo Gotti. But the thing about Gotti was he was explosive with his power. Okay, uh, here's what. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold on, time out, time out. Did Gotti kill himself or did his wife kill him? What? Yes, give, me, give, give it to me. I, I think he was murdered. Personally, I think he was murdered. You know, I thought he was murdered all along. I studied the case, the fact that nobody had went in the house, the fact that the electronic door didn't get locked, didn't open in that casino. They were saying it's some casino resort type of thing down there in Brazil. And the fact that the door didn't open means it had to happen within the house. But when I heard Gotti's brother come out and say that he thinks his brother committed suicide, because, you know, Gotti was, he was flipped out, man. Not only was he drinking, he was punchy. He was a guy that had been beat on like a bongo drum, man, in Santana. I mean, in the Santana band. It was like every song, bop, 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 he's getting the, the snots beat out of him whether he won or not. Okay? And at the end of the day, I think he was punchy, and that, I think those are the residual effects of that. Hour number one, we spoke about Tony Ferguson's in the uh, CTE, which is like kind of like a dementia type thing that's taken onto your brain, you know, to put it simple. And I think that Gotti was suffering from some trauma and I also think he was terrible towards women and I don't like stories that I know were true by people that hung out with him that were close with him that told me some stories that I wouldn't like to share because it's really dark yeah, stuff yeah, people, you know, and I know that but here's what's up the, the bottom line was um, the brother thinks he hung himself and although I yeah. didn't think it was too likely I'm, if the brother's willing to say that I'm willing to go with the brother you know what I'm saying I mean I, I feel you I, I mean that's he's he probably knows more than anything and and, you know, and, of course, they brought, you know, she went back. I can't think her name was Amanda, I think was her name. But she brought her yeah. kid and Gotti's kid. She brought him back to the hometown of Gotti up there in Canada. They live in Canada. It wasn't like she ran away to Brazil. She moved to Canada. Of all of all the things that you think uh, she wouldn't do, she did. I mean, who would think that she would move to Canada? Well, here's what's up. And, you know, real quick on a couple things. You know, forensics-wise, I think there was an issue with Gotti suspending his weight at the time with a purse strap. And the way his body fell, the trajectory of which he landed was kind of awkward and weird if he had, in fact, been able to do that, which I don't think he was able to do. And not to get too nuts on the subject, the will was changed a couple weeks before they went out to try to reconcile their marriage, which was falling apart. That's why they went to Brazil to begin with, her hometown, you know, uh, country. And just a lot of shade there, man, a lot of shade. A lot of shade there, but we have a guy that's mentally off the wall, and he's drinking. He's a stone-cold alcoholic. If you, I mean, I hate to say it, man. He's, I know you're supposed, not supposed to speak ill of the dead, but I see Gotti in, at parties in Atlantic City, and I'm not talking about on the, um, on the Atlantic City boardwalk. I'm talking about clubs in Atlantic City, and I see him at different clubs, and he was always spit-faced. I mean, always <laughs> spit-faced. Not just drunk, spit-faced. And if you know what spit-faced means... Put an H in place of the P. Yeah, he was a partier, man. How about that story Mickey Ward told on the, uh, what was the Gotti Ward trilogy uh, documentary when he had to pick him up because he hit the Lincoln Tunnel or something like that, you know? And the cop recognized Mickey Ward's name in his uh, phone uh, to, to call Gotti, uh, to, to come uh, save Gotti, rather, from the situation that he was in. It's just, it's amazing, you know, how, how crazy some of these guys fall off the rails with their partying. I mean, it's like rock star level. Paul Malanji, back to Paulie and Artem Lobov. These guys are going to hook it up in a. Now, now this is a, an outdoor deal where they just use hand wraps. 
I, I think it's just the wrist. I watched that last card, and to my knowledge, it's just keeping the wrist intact. Their, their knuckles are exposed. You know, um, brutal, brutal stuff, man. Go uh, check out that last card, who I just mentioned with Loba, man. That was that was an insane fight. It actually was a really good fight. I mean, if you're looking for skill set, you're not really going to see that. But, man, those guys went to war. You know, they approached me a couple of months ago <clears throat> regarding doing the television on this bare-knuckle stuff, and I was sort of lukewarm to it. I mean, I haven't done TV in a few years. You would think I would jump right back at the opportunity to go in and do some national television. But not, I mean, pay-per-view television. But not, not. I just, I just you know, I, I had to tell my buddy in Florida, I just don't think that's for me. I really don't think that's for me. Because I don't think I can sit there and... Put it this way. I turn my face away from some of those UFC fights when they go on when I'm at the arena, okay? So I'm not the I, – I can't handle all – I'm not the most gory guy in the world. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see guts and glory. You know, I have to admit, when I was watching it, I had a hard time. I had to question myself, what are you doing, Johnny? Are you, are you going down this low now, bro? Like, you know, I may have watched worse, but this was pretty bad because they all end brutally. And even if the guy doesn't get floored – or knocked out, these guys' face afterwards are a complete disaster zone. I mean, Google that. Look at this guy's face after his fight. His fight, his eyes were swelled shut. He was, I think he had like tons of stitches. I forget the exact number, but a lot of stitches, man. So it is barbaric. I don't know if it gets popular in the States. We'll see what happens. They've tried this before. Remember with big knockouts boxing where there was no ropes and they threw him on like a dime in a phone booth and they just kind of like let him go like rock and sock and robots. And then, you know, we had bare knuckles in the past. This one's a little bit more brutal because I think, again, to my knowledge and how I recollect this, is that the, the knuckle was exposed. So, therefore, that's why you're getting these lacerations and, and these crazy looks after these fights. Well, you know, the entire, the entire aspect of wearing gloves on the hands were not to protect the fighter, was to protect the hands. And when I, Somebody told mm -hmm. me that when I was a, a young kid, and I said, that doesn't make sense. And yeah, it does make sense. They're just looking to protect the hands. They can care less about the face, of course, the residual effects caused by getting stomped on. Now, Paulie Malignaggi and this guy, it's going to go, uh, what, it's like 10 two-minute rounds? You know, we got the format here or what? I believe it's five rounds at two minutes, if I recall correctly. And I'm looking things up right now, and, yeah, those knuckles are exposed. The only thing that they're using is, as I remember, is just the, uh, the wrist wrap so they don't break their wrists on impact, you know, or, let, you know, um, lessen the chances of that on impact. But, yeah, they're totally exposed. And I believe it's a five-round fight for a championship fight. I believe this would be a championship fight, bringing in Paulie. they got to give him some kind of belt, right? Um, so, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I think it's going to be entertaining. But, like I said, Paulie, man, he threw a lot of words out there, as he always does. He's a speaker. He's a talker. Speaking of throwing a lot of words and a lot of shade, what about Hector Martinez on – on uh, Anthony Joshua's wife. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, you don't talk about guys' wives, but she sort of put herself out there, didn't she? Yeah, I tell you what, his phone, Andy Ruiz's phone is definitely blowing up from a lot of girls after last night, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Andy Ruiz is the world heavyweight champion according to the World Boxing Organization, the World Boxing Association, and the International Boxing Federation. We want to give him the props, no doubt about that. We have fat shamed him for weeks. We'll probably continue to fat shame him. But the bottom line is at the end of the day, he did what he had to do, and he destroyed. He destroyed Anthony Joshua. Don't expect any comebacks from Joshua. Joshua was a fake all along. I was wrong. I admit it. I'm eating my crow. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 
Text lines happening. Text the studio real quick. 415-275-1613. Once again, the text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized... I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Just a little skull, that's all. You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now, Alexander the Great was in action over the weekend. Devin Alexander, the former champion, of course, now 27-6. and six. What happened with Alexander the Great, Johnny Sig? Ivan Redcash took him out in six rounds, man. Devin looks done. 
you know, I liked him. Good story. Uh, the fact that he came back again, another guy that suffered from, um, you know, addiction. I think it was pain pills in his case. So he was out of the commission for a little while. Tried to make a comeback. Has not been successful. Lost a bunch of fights recently. And no disrespect to Ivan. He's a good fighter. And actually, it was a close fight before the stoppage came, uh, which I really would call a knockout because there was a couple times that Alexander had gone down. Um, and he just looked totally, totally done at the end. And, and uh, you know, all the credit to uh, Ivan Redcash now, who's 23-4-1, 18 KOs. Uh, that fight came uh, from California last night on FS1, I believe it was. Yeah. WBC heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder. Of course, he uh, unbeaten 41 fights with a draw. The current WBC title holder and the former linear world heavyweight champion. Both those guys had commented on Joshua getting drilled last night. I guess they weren't ringside, but... According to Deontay Wilder, no surprise here, he, Joshua, wasn't a true champion. His whole career consisted of lies, contradictions, and gifts. Facts, and now we, period. Facts, and now we know who, who, who he was running from. Okay. Uh, who was running from <laughs> who? The worst thing you can do in life is be, is effing quit. Ooh, okay. Tyson Fury, yeah. we have our back and forth. You know, Tyson Fury coming off here pretty cool. We have our back, our, our ups and downs, our back and forths. But Anthony Joshua changes stars through life. Heavyweight boxing, these things happen. Rest up, recovery group, and come again. He ain't coming again. I don't think so, man. I think psychologically he's going to have some issues. And now that people see that, you know, he didn't tech, he quit technically. You know, so I'm, I'm going to say he did quit, right? Because we saw the body language. So. Let's not sugarcoat it. So, yeah, people know that. And they know if they could go after him and take him out and put him in deep waters and make him, you know, challenge himself mentally and physically during the rest, he's going to have a hard time. And he's going to throw in the towel. And I think it's going to be worse the next time against Ruiz. They always say that you get 20% better when you win the title. And he certainly won the title. Again, there wasn't one punch. Like, I had to fight four rounds to two, guys. Four rounds to two. And, of course, that Joshua went down twice in the one round. Now, you don't score obviously the uh, seventh round because it never was completed, but still I had Ruiz winning that fight. And then now you look at Joshua, you know, as a guy that it, it is an easy guy to go after an easy target for like a Deontay Wilder, you know, Deontay Wilder, if he gets in there with him, he's not going to play with his food with this guy. He's going to go right after him. And if Deontay Wilder lands one of his bombs on Joshua, Oh my goodness. Somebody shot me. Somebody just shot me a text. Do you, uh, soon to be Mrs. X Amir Khan was texting her ex-husband as well last night because he's going to fight July 12th in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in the King Abdullah Sports City. That's right. Khan, 33-5, 20 KOs, would take on Naraj Goyat, 11-3 with two KOs, a big puncher, huge puncher, the current WBC Asia welterweight uh. champion. The bout takes on international significance with Khan, a Pakistani heritage facing Goyat, who's billed as India's national boxing hero. Good God, he should be arrested for impersonating a hero. Good hit. Get this, get this. <laughs> Khan will reportedly earn it an $8.8 million person. This fight. I told you those Arab countries throw money at Khan and Princess Ahmed for nothing, just about. You know, they got a lot of wealth in those countries, man. You know, like, but yeah, I mean, you know, more power to him. Khan's got to think about his end game because he's someone that's taken a lot of beatings over the years now against some big punchers, you know. And uh, as far as his wife goes, his love triangle or. Well, Amir, now, oh, time out, time out. Johnny, Johnny, Amir, Amir just texted me right now. The old, lady's, the old lady's back. He's texting the old lady. The old lady's texting me. He's going to make eight million bucks. She's back. 
Josh was uh, yeah. Josh was a loser. He's through. Yeah, Joshua lost a lot of money last night too in losing that belt because those fights now with Tyson Fury and Wilder, I don't care about them. I don't even care because what I saw from Joshua last night, he looked so confused. Pedro, you said it best in hour number one. He looked amateur, man. He looked pedestrian. He didn't look like a guy that had a game plan. He looked like a world champion outside of his physique. He didn't look like a world champion at all. I, I hate to bash the guy and kick the guy while he's down, but man, I learned a lot about. Anthony Joshua's lack of character last night. Intestinal fortitude, man. You got to have it. You got to want it. I mean, here's what's up. When you sort of have to bite down on your mouthpiece and, and look extra double hard at the referee when stuff's going bad. You hear what I'm saying? Words, you know, this ain't this ain't going my way. You, know, you don't sit there like in a confused state going, you know, I really don't care whether this fight continues or not. I'm really, I'm really not, you know, I'm just, and that's just the way it was. He, he didn't look like he wanted to continue. When he turned his back, he put his arms up on the ropes. Who did he think he was? All that time plus the mouthpiece, let me tell you, the body language is there, and you see he's just not the fighter that we think he is. Um, bottom line is, let's talk about the light heavyweights just for, for a minute. This light heavyweight WBC champion, I have no idea who this guy is, but somebody sent me a... Uh, <clears throat> A, uh, a local guy sent me some clips on him. He's the Uber driver. Do you know who the Russian is that holds the WBC 175-pound crown? Are we talking about Alexander Gavazdek? Exactly. Talk to me about this guy. Ooh, he got some power, Pete. I want to see him go out there against the likes of Dmitry Bivol, Arthur Betabiev. We're talking about a weight class that has some good fighters. And what I like about this weight class is that everybody, for the most part, that's worth mentioning, is on ESPN, affiliated with Top Rank. So there's not going to be any issues making these fights against these, I'm going to say studs, bro. Like, Gavazdek's got to go out there and get a name, like an Anthony Yard, maybe, or a Marcus Brown. That is one of my favorite divisions in boxing right now. Another one of those guys that um, <clears throat> looks like he would kill your mother. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but, you know, him and Oleg Usek, and speaking of Oleg Usek, we talked about that yesterday, um... I think it was a steroid-related issue. Anytime you get torn triceps or torn biceps, these are injuries that just came across in the past 20, 25 years with the, in, uh, the addition of enhancement drugs. But I can't even pronounce his name right, not right now. This guy just had surgery on his arm. He's 32 years old. He's unbeaten. Is this, is this a potential superstar? Or is this just a Russian guy that could fight a little bit? We're talking about Usak? Yeah. No, we're talking about Oleg. Yeah. Gavazdek. Okay. Gavazdek. Okay. Yeah. For Gavazdek. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, if he keeps winning in the sensational way that he's winning, he looks good. He's got a lot of power, agile fighter. Um, I want to see him against these big names. Uh, there's another guy there. Better be I think that would be an amazing fight that that's a great fight. Cause better be also, he's a little bit more inactive in terms of he doesn't fight, um, very regularly, but he said he wants to change that. They all say that we'll see if it happens. I wish these guys would fight three to four times a year, but that's just in my perfect world. And, that doesn't exist. But anyway, so Gavazdek versus uh, Dimitri Bivol, that's a good one. And, of course, we got Kovalev still there, and he looked pretty decent his last time out. And let's not forget, Gilberto Ramirez just moved up to 175. I mean, so why, why, is that excite, why does that excite me like Cheerios the next day? <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. Like I said, any of these guys, I think, especially the unbeaten ones, they're, they're ready to uh, prove themselves against their, you know, fellow unbeaten opponents. And I think that that's where we should start getting excited about these names. If, you know, these guys do it. 168 pounds. What's happening at 168? I mean, we thought the young kid from uh, 
Southern California was really going to be the guy. David mm-hmm. Benavides, of course, 21-0. God knows what he's going to do next. In fact, let me check the schedule. Um, 21 and zip, 18 kills. Of course, had the cocaine problem. We had the fight with Jay Leon Love, won that by Kale. Um, that was in March. We haven't heard much from him since. He's a guy, because of that cocaine problem, you know, he should be. These guys with the coke problems, you want those guys fighting all the time. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them out of trouble. Keep them off Last the blow. Thing, keep That's right. Keep them out of trouble. Keep them off the streets. Keep them off the blow. Uh, 168, Callum Smith fought last night and destroyed Hassan the Dam in three rounds. Callum Smith is a good, absolutely, is a really good fighter. Uh, powerful, uh, fights for a tall guy, fights with great inside boxing ability, uh, good angles, quick, fast puncher. There's another guy there, Caleb Plant, uh, who I like who is going to be fighting on the undercard of uh, Thurman. I'm sorry, yeah, Thurman and Pacquiao coming up. And the aforementioned Benavidez. Um, there's an Oscata guy there, Jose Oscata guy. Um, and, yeah, that's about it for – oh, no, I'm sorry, Jurgen Brommer is also there, a German fighter. And that's about it at okay. 168 that I can think of. I'm going to skip 160 because that's sort of Canelo and leave Obvious. that alone. Yeah. Sorry. All right, but Obvious. 154, we've got Jaime Munguia, who looked really bad the last time. In fact, I thought he was quite fortunate to get the decision in that fight. Were you of the same opinion, or do you think he won that one? I thought he looked terrible, and I thought he lost the fight. And it really disappointed me because I like Jaime. And uh, maybe these guys start feeling themselves too soon. We saw it last night with Joshua, perhaps. And, uh, you know, I... 154, there's guys there. We got a rematch with Tony Harrison with Jermel Charlo. Mm. Um, yeah, that should be all Julian right. Julian Williams. Julian. Yeah. Uh, we got Jared Hurd, you know, uh, yeah, lost recently. Not, but a big, not a big Jared Hurd fan. I, I think I think all those guys are doing Flintstone. I, 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 I think there's a possibility of all those guys from that one click there were uh, mm-hmm. doing Flintstone vitamins. And they sort of got popped. They didn't want to take the testing. I think the Charlo brothers were refusing to take testing. If they didn't want to take tests, you know what I tell them? I tell them they could, you know what? Yeah, I agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, so speaking of the Charlos, 154, um, Tony Harrison. God, he talked some smack. That was really oh, ugly. Yeah. Oh, that was really ugly. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was as ugly as it ever gets. Man. I've ne- <laughs> Have you ever seen a press conference get that ugly? You know, I mean, I, I tell you what, no, that that was tense. If I was there, I'd be like looking over my shoulders, looking around, you know, because that was getting hot, bro. It's one of those cases, folks. If you had a gun on you, you'd put it in your hand. You it was like a saying? rap battle. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, because you want to be first on the drawer. Something's going down here, and somebody's getting shot. Okay, yep. but I'm looking, you know, well, let's go through 154. Mogia, Williams, Lara, Hurd, Kell Brook, I don't think so, Jesse Vargas, Tony Harrison. Brian Castrano, Jamal Charlo, Liam Smith. There's no superstars there, are there? No. No, absolutely not. Not at this time. Even if Tony Harrison was to win the next fight, which he might, because psychologically, Charlo doesn't look too sharp after that. He had a meltdown publicly. He just looked like a very sensitive guy. And uh, I think that Tony Harrison, I think, you know, the mental game is, is a huge percentage of what it takes to be a great boxer. But even if Tony Harrison gets past Charlo, I don't see him becoming a household name. Um, the 147 ranks, however, we got tons of them there. 140, we got tons of them there. But 154 is a little flat for me right now. Well, we've overdone the dog whining thing today. I would go back to that one more time. <laughs> the bottom line is welterweights, 147 pounds. Got the kid from Omaha, Nebraska. Talk about Terrence Crawford, of course, unbeaten 35 fights. He's had uh, title bus at 135, I believe 140, and now 147. Earl Spence is the another title holder, 25 and zip. Manny Pacquiao, of course, 61-7-2. Sean Porter, 
uh, 30 and 2, Danny Garcia. Danny, I'm going down here to a guy that I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to is Keith Thurman, 29 and 0. Why are so many people picking Keith Thurman to lose this fight? He's a young, young man. I mean, compared to Manny Pacquiao, he's 30. Manny Pacquiao's 40. That's like, that's not only 25% of years. It's like a, a century in boxing. For the same reasons why people picked against Andy Ruiz last night. You just look at it. Like, I showed the picture to my girlfriend's daughter. Which guy's going to win tonight? She's like, oh, that, that one right there. She pointed to Anthony Joshua. It's common sense. The same thing goes because we've seen it in the past is that, you know, uh, the younger guy that's coming up takes out the older legend that's still hanging in there. But Manny Pacquiao is the exception of the rule. Manny still has his legs. He still has his angles. He still has power. And I think he still has passion. Keith Thurman, to me, doesn't have that drive, you know. And let's face facts, he hasn't one time knocked anyone out in a while. He almost got himself knocked out in his last fight. So we see what happens, man. Interesting. Johnny Sig, what's up with that YouTube page? Hey, search. It's Ring Talk Worldwide on YouTube. Everyone, enjoy your Sunday. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you, Pedro, and the Sports Byline. The undefeated lad from Las Vegas. Of course, we're talking about John Signorella. You are tuned in to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Bottom line is, it's great to have you here. Listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're listening to the MMA Hour. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boxing returning to ESPN next week, no doubt about that. Oscar Valdez, we're talking about the WB 126-pound champion. Featherweight elite, no doubt about that. 25 and zip, 20 KOs. Of course, as I said, the star, the man that holds the WBO belt. Oscar Rafael Valdez Fierro, 28 years old. Good-looking fighter. Taking on, of course, an equally good-looking fighter in Jason Sanchez, 14 and zip. That's going down at the Reno Sparks Convention Center. That's next week. The Reno Sparks Convention Center, I got in trouble there doing television. Because, <clears throat> um, take that back, I was doing television across town, and we were, we were pumping up the fight the next night on pay-per-view, okay? So they said to me, hey, what do you think of Reno? I said, you know, Reno, I think it's, it's a one-trough town, blah, 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 blah. The guy got all upset at me, like barked at me the next day, and, of course, then I barked at him the next day when I went on the air, and they said to me, what do you think of Reno, Pedro? I said, hey, Reno, where men are men? And I looked around, and so are most of the women. That's sort of got my, my vengeance there. Of course, they fired me, and I never worked there again. I'm just kidding. Bottom line is it was a good relationship up until the end. So we got Oscar Valdez going next week. That's on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. You want to check that out. If you got the app, I guess you got a lot of good fights going because you got the UFC rocking and rolling on on ESPN Plus for the most part, and ESPN. So, you know, you've got combat sports galore. You've got ESPN Boxing, Bob Arum and his top-ranked team, of course, signed that mega contract with top rank and expect them to deliver. They're going to deliver Tyson Fury soon. That's right, Tyson Fury. Now, he's fighting a guy like me and expect him to lick that guy like a stamp, okay? But, you know, he's going to have one easy fight here because the other guys had their easy fights as well. But the easy fight that... Anthony Joshua had, well, it didn't turn out that way. In fact, right now, you know, Andrew Ruiz deserves to be sitting on top of the world. But Andy, don't eat anymore, please. And I know, I know you're the heavyweight champion of the world, recognized by the WBO and other sanctioning bodies, but still, man, you're hard to look at. And I may be alienating a lot of fat people, but when I look at the heavyweight champion of the world, at least I want him to be somewhat in shape. I think you're in shape, but not physically. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Until next time, peace, love, a lot to respect. My executive producer, the one and the only, Scott Cuddy. Until next time, you know this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Wait, wait, wait.